Hello and welcome to UC Today. Uh, my name is Kieran and for this session I am delighted to be joined by Robert Graham, Customer Security Assurance Lead in EMEA at Zoom. Today we are discussing Zoom's new swathe of compelling security and privacy features and solutions. Robert, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. I guess just to kick off then, Robert, would you like to give a brief summary of, about yourself and the work you do at Zoom? Yeah, yeah. Um, so my name is Robert Graham. I've been working at Zoom since November of last year. Previously, I was at Mercedes-Benz Group. Uh, I've been doing cybersecurity for over 20 years now. I don't, I don't know anything else. And um, in the Customer Security Assurance Group, uh, we're really sort of that connection between security and customers as you know, I think a, a lot of us have seen and heard security has become a bigger factor in a lot of these things. So it's really important to to be able to have that connection to customers when it comes to their security needs and, and compliance needs and questions and, and that sort of thing. Perfect. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to touch into the broader picture of, uh, of, of security and, and the necessity of um, bringing very secure, very elite enterprise-grade solutions, but that's for that's for, for later on. Before we before we do that, let's dive into Zoom's new swathe of privacy and security features. I think one of the most high-profile, when uh, I think it was announced in June, was about Zoom's EEA localized storage. What can you tell us about that new feature? Yeah, um, so paid customers will be able to select the option to have their customer content data stored here here in the European Union. Um, and so we, we do have a fair amount of customers that whether for, you know, basically comfort reasons or uh, sometimes compliance reasons, that data residency is a, is a factor. So they want to be able to, to store their, their content data here locally in Europe. Terrific. And, 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 you know, I think one of the other interesting new new developments where there was several of them stacked together as several useful new tools for IT admins have been introduced, including data subject request management and audit log tracking. Can you explain these new features and what you're hoping to provide to end users with them? Yeah, I mean, you know, privacy is is a very big topic at Zoom. Uh, we, we prioritize it greatly across our development cycle and release cycle. And so we're really happy to have been able to you know, bring out these, you know, roll out these new features. Uh, the, I think the most important one is the data subject access request tool that allows administrators to go directly and, um, and, and attend to those DSARs uh, independently so they can basically facilitate their own uh, GDPR compliance um, without, without having to, to go through lengthy processes and, and things like that. So just making it more accessible is a, is a big factor. Additionally, we um, we introduced the marketing preferences so that more or less with one click, customers can select the marketing preferences that are relevant to them. Um, and so, so they're not overwhelmed with marketing communications that they're just not interested in. So again, making it more accessible, more streamlined is, a, is, is sort of a, a continuing thread there. Additionally, we've added the ability to um, audit the, the log activity. So whether uh, logs are deleted or, or accessed, you, you have that ability to um, to keep tabs on that, which is a, a very, very important thing for, for me as, as, a, as a longtime security guy. And then, um, you know, finally, we have the, the streamed, streamed uh, streamlined policies and procedures so that it's even simpler for customers to understand 
how does the how is Zoom handling privacy? What data? How is it treating that data? And you know, potentially, what are the risks? Um, you know, and, and that includes how we retain and delete their data as well. Yeah, I think that's what stuck out to me when I was reading about the the features and, and the updates was. Um, you touched on the marketing premises there, and uh, you know the improved visibility for how that data is being used. Is that greater transparency around data a real priority for Zoom to be, to build that that trust and that connection even further with customers? It it, it absolutely is. We're um, we're seeing more and more interest from customers uh, in the areas of security and privacy when they're making uh, their decisions on on unified communications. Um, there's a, a higher awareness, you know, GDPR came out back, uh, you know, it was announced in 2016. It went into effect, I think in 2018, if I'm not mistaken. And, and even though you would think that it would be a very quick adoption, I think it, it did sort of take a little bit of time for, for those aspects to kind of gel across various companies and, and, you know, the population at large. Uh, beyond just those those letters, right? That it really that people started to sort of internalize the concepts of limiting the data that you collect and how long you keep it. So, um, what what I really like is the fact that we've been able to partner with you know various organizations across Europe to facilitate our our increasing privacy uh, privacy efforts. That's important because as an American company, we you know, I think we tend to come at it from a, from a different perspective. Privacy is by, by nature, very much a regional, um, in many ways, even cultural aspect. You know, I'm, I'm based here in Germany, uh, a stronghold of, of data protection. And that is in some ways different than, than other parts of the world. And so it's really good to get the perspective of, of organizations like SURF, our trusted partners, like the, the German telecom. So, um, you know, we, we've really been working with them to to learn and grow and improve our our privacy protections. Finally, I, I would add that there's even in some cases uh, features and functionality that we've actually held up um, because of privacy concerns. So, you know, it's not easy to make those tough choices. And I'm really proud of, of Zoom for, for being in the position to say, look, we're, we're going to really prioritize it. Absolutely, yeah. I think it's, it's really interesting how, if it was like um, Zoom as a standard bearer, is maybe almost translating to become a more institutional. Obviously, we saw with the the EU and the US the data sharing agreement that was reached a few weeks ago. It seemed like quite a quite a bold new step and quite a positive step for hopefully pushing towards those levels of data standards as well. And I think that just the, the broader, we mentioned earlier, I'd quite like to touch on, to, to use your expertise and pick your brain on just the broader circumstances around security. It's obviously Zoom as uh, with its UC and collaboration platform is, is, is very plugged in and to the rise of hybrid and remote working is becoming is effectively the new normal. It's not going away, but naturally there are all the risks to data breaches that that includes. But Zoom are absolutely at the forefront of this. If it was like innovative and groundbreaking technologies being produced practically every week to respond to these new challenges. And are the challenges of this migration to hybrid working and all the data protections and the data risks that accompany it, is that almost, you know, fostering greater innovation from companies like Zoom in response? I, I certainly think so. Um, and, and there's a couple different areas where we see that. Um, when it comes to Zoom, I think it really sort of breaks down to, to three 
three main areas. One is sort of the product features that, that we offer to, you know, security and privacy aspects that are related to Zoom. Um, you know, and it could be as minor as just being able to blur your background. That's, that's actually a privacy protection, right? It's minor, but it is, is definitely one. We, that's actually something that there was an innovation at Zoom. The, you know, as you, as you move to other technologies, whether it's how you handle your, your waiting room or, um, you know, other security functions, end to end encryption is, a, is another one. Um, those are really meaningful and they, they, advance the security and privacy of our customers. So that is a, a an aspect that we continue to see development on um, at, at Zoom to to enhance the security features that we offer. And we have partnerships with with other apps as well. On um, you know the second thing is actually building the product securely. So um, you know we, we have all kinds of, of uh, aspects that are related to secure software development. Um, that are that are really important, so that you you know our customers can view Zoom as a trustworthy platform, as a as a as a trusted partner for their sensitive. You know, not all communications are sensitive. Um, you know, maybe maybe that art class is not quite as sensitive, but there are a lot of very sensitive uh, communications going over the Zoom platform, and so we need to we you know we need to and we do bear that in mind. Um, kind of going beyond that is, and, and that's sort of the third sort of pillar as I, as I think of it, is um, Zoom as, as an organization, how does it operate and handle itself in a secure and compliant manner? And so, we, you know, we've, we've um, added a fair amount of security certifications in a very short period. Um, I would like to take credit for that, but most of that already was, was moved, you know, ahead in a very big way before I even joined uh, the number of certifications. And it's not just the certifications, it's really all the legwork, the hard, uh, you know, underlying efforts that really go into achieving that certification um, was done in just a couple years. So we have now our ISO 27001, which really everyone should have. It's a, a basic added the SOC 2 type 2. Um, regionally, we have the C5 that we just uh, achieved just a few a few uh, months ago, which is a cloud security certification from the BSI in Germany, as well as the uh, ACN and the ENS, which are public sector cloud security certifications in uh, in Italy and Spain, respectively. Um, we have some other things that are that we're working on right now, of course. And, um, and I, I look forward to being able to announce those, uh, you know, in the, in the near future. But I think those all really sort of come together in, in kind of like a, a suite of, of efforts that really all unified communication platforms, uh, need to be, need to be striving for in order to deliver the kind of security and privacy that customers need and, and require in, in, in our modern workday, in our modern communication. Uh, activities. That's terrific. That was really, really good. Thank you. Very comprehensive and excited to hear what Zoom has is coming out next. I guess the final question before before I let you go. Um, I think is is you know I was reading a, a survey that uh, recorded that the average internet user their number one priority now is security, whereas twenty years ago it was ease of use of how the speed of using the internet, which speaks to quite a seismic shift in our culture and how we use the internet and naturally with security at its epicenter. So I'm just wondering whether 
naturally almost Zoom's job in a lot of way and a lot of similar similar vendors, similar businesses is the product is having the product for these end users, both B2C and B2B is not quite half the battle because it obviously requires a lot of investment and expertise and time and effort, but communicating to these people uh, and to these businesses that the, these products are available to make sure they have fully protected uh, networks, they have fully protected uh, computers. And I'm wondering, is communication such an important um, aspect to this now, seeing this market out there that is very keen to have very secure um, processes in place? Um, and it's almost that just with the the new announcements about um, the data visibility and transparency, do you think, has is, is that been a, almost like a strategic, um, maybe not a priority, but a bit a strategic point for Zoom to be communicating very candidly and transparently with the users that these are the products we have available for you guys and this is how best to make your services as secure as possible. Yeah, and you know, I, t I touched on that a little bit is, is Zoom's sort of, you know, and I think it becomes from sort of that focus on software engineering, um, that as a company, we're, we're very engineering oriented. And in software engineering, we talk about continuous improvement. And so that willingness and that, that, you know, almost passion to learn and grow and, and develop is, um, is, is sort of, I would describe it as built into our DNA. And so doing that on the security and privacy side just sort of falls in, in naturally is I think, um, what, what I see on a, on a day to day basis when I work with, with customers and partners. Now, um, you know, I think what's, what's sort of Im important here is to, is to sort of acknowledge this aspect of security as a big factor in unified communications, whether it's selecting uh, a solution or in, in operating it and making sure that, you know, because there are customer responsibilities um, on, on that side. And if, you know, whenever, whenever I talk to a customer, especially on the, you know, like the IT operations side of things, I end up talking to a lot of, of security and privacy people more often. But when I do come in contact with, with IT operations folks, especially leadership, I try to impress upon them that, that keeping security and privacy sort of top of mind in the forefront as a, as a sort of action, actionable or, or active criteria in their ongoing processes with unified communications is, is, is quite important. Um, what we, we do see is that, uh, every now and again, that will be forgotten. Customers will get very focused on, on features or what have you. And, uh, the security co team comes in and says, you know, look, here are the things that you need to focus on. Um, in, you know, most of the time it works out just fine. We, we, we get that sorted, but you don't want to be sort of on the back foot. So, so, you know, obviously I'm biased as a long time security guy, but I, I like to impress upon, upon customers to, to bear in mind how important security is. We've done, we've done surveys and studies on it. Um, and, and it's shown that of the top criteria, security has become a huge selection factor. So, um, you know, I think that that's where, where if it goes well, it's not quite as noticeable, but if it, if it turns out to be a hurdle or something that was not carefully addressed or, or overlooked, that's when you really run into trouble. And so 
I think that's sort of the modern world today. That's that's uh, security is just a big factor because of we're having more meetings online. We're having more online communications. Those those communications are uh, more meaningful or you know more sensitive. It didn't used to be that there were board meetings online so much. Mm. Um, you know these kinds of things just didn't happen quite as often. And so with that with that sort of critical mass, then security becomes a bigger and bigger factor. Hundred percent. I think it's such a fascinating time. It's not just um, a workplace transition, but it's almost a cultural shift as well. Um, mm -hmm. Just a, almost all these new different factors. I say the idea like board meetings. There's what it's one thing to have, you know, um, a, a work like a, a checkup or a sprint in the morning just with your team, but like the 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 sensitivity of some a board meeting for a large enterprise with tens of thousands of employees. It's, the scale is, is significant. So, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a fascinating time and I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be plenty more to talk about over the next 12 months and then in the next few years. But I think that's all we've got time for today. So thank you so much, Robert, for joining us. It's been really enjoyable. Oh, it's been lovely, Karen. Thank you so much for having me. Brilliant. And if you enjoyed this video, please give us a like and share on social media and we'll see you next time. I've been Kieran Devlin of UC Today. Thanks for watching.